Aloha. Welcome. We're back from the ballerlifestyle.com. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. How is everybody? Great to have you back in the fold, especially or or new to the fold. All of the new listeners that have discovered us via podcast addict. Welcome. Maybe review us there in the in the Google Play Store. I have an idea about that, too. We'll discuss in a minute. Uh, If you're not already, you should subscribe to our Red Circle page. That's where you get the entire show delivered to whatever app you listen to the show on. Free of commercial interruption. You get the whole show every week right there, plus all the bonus content we do for our subscribers. Click the link in the show notes of whatever app you're listening to the show on right now. And subscribe there. It's $5 a month or $50 a year. You get a couple months free that way. Also, you can become, if you're new, especially if you're a new listener, I'd like to hear from some, some new people. How'd you discover us? What do you think of the show? Give us a call. 949-464-TBLS-8257. If you would like to leave us a voicemail, you can do that. Uh, you can also send us an email. Mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. You can reach out to us that way. Always love correspondence from our listeners and would love to get some new blood. And, but hey, not discounting the old blood. We love the old blood too. Uh, I am joined now, as always, by Mr. Ed Daly. Ed, what's up? Hey, I have a couple questions for you. I just have a baseball game in the background. Yeah, me too. Don't watch a ton of baseball these days. I know. Yeah. But. I have noticed from time to time, and maybe this has been going on for a few years, and I didn't notice. What's with the oven mitts when they get to first base? What yeah, is they that? put that they put that neoprene thing on their sliding hand because guys often or have in the past broken a thumb or a finger or dislocated something sliding. So, so they, they do. Wear, they, is that like yeah. a thing that lots of people do? They just wear oven I, mitts. Seems like everybody that gets on base puts it on. They put it at the first base coach gives it to you or they toss it from the dugout and they put that thing on their, that whatever hand they touch the bag with. Wow. Kind of weird, right? Everything gets so, uh, yeah, it gets so specialized. That's, that's, I mean, it makes sense if you can protect yourself at the plate with a helmet, why not, you know, protect your hand? Oh yeah. It's It's just funny looking. You know what? Somebody has, I don't know if I should say anything. Somebody has pitched themselves to the show as a guest, and I don't think they're really a fit. Okay. But they're like a lawyer that's trying to start a class action for people that have been injured by foul balls. So- and they're like they want to like come on and talk about they want like legislation, they want uh, Major League Baseball not to be able to have a policy that's, you know, it's stated on your ticket when you come into the game that, you know, shit can happen and it's not, it's not their fault. And this guy wants to come on and talk to us about it. I don't think it's really the right platform 
for him. I don't think he's ever listened to the show, but I just thought it was interesting that, you know, we talk, it, it's surprising that as big and strong as these guys are and how hard they throw and hit that there hasn't been more serious injuries as a result oh, yeah. of a batted balls or pitch balls. So w- one thing I would say to that, obviously, if it, you don't, you're not feeling it, you're not feeling it. I think there is, uh, I mean, I, I believe in our ability to turn any guest appearance into something yes. interesting. I know. I mean, I know. there was uh, there was one time somebody who used to be part of the show brought on like a real yeah. God Squad angle, and it was, yeah. it was weird, and it got real religious, and we still, I thought we yeah. turned it into something interesting. It was interesting. So, I don't, I blame a lot of that on myself. I could have made, I didn't really have a plan for that interview. You know, and I didn't but see I, it going saying, that direction. We, yeah. I, I thought I thought we we turned chicken shit into chicken salad on that day. It's like true. I think we can we can do it. And I'd be I there's some questions. It, there just has to be a capper on that one, but I'd yeah. be up for any any guess, really. I mean um, I, I would too. I mean the thing is we'd you know, we'd probably be I don't think that, well, I don't know. I mean, it could be, it could be interesting. Maybe he swings us to his side of the fence. I don't want it. You know, people have been killed by foul balls. And I think he represents the husband of a woman that was killed. I mean, remember that time, the, um, that girl, the little girl, game? Yankee game. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. The a girl got, but I don't, I don't think she died. She got hit by the bat. The Yankee gang girl, right? She, it's the bat flew got, out of the guy's hand. She got pretty fucked up. I don't know. I don't think yeah. she died, but yeah, like she didn't die. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah. I mean, I you know, it's it's crazy, and I yeah. believe Gumble did one that showed Gumble did a story, yeah. but like in Japan for like 25, 30 years, they've had the nets all the way yeah. down the line, down the line, yeah. And, and like, like Major League Baseball was just fighting it tooth and nail, and like people weird, were yeah. getting crushed. And you don't, it's weird because if you sit behind the net, you notice the net as you sit down and then it's, you don't notice yes. the net again. Yeah. You know? I mean, I, but sat, I, yeah. I, I sat behind one about a month ago and yeah. I, I just stopped thinking about it after, you know, after, I don't know, five minutes. You just, you don't yeah. think about it. Yeah. You don't notice it. But I mean, part of the game, there has to be a, a line. Well, maybe we do have this guy on. There has to be a line you can walk because part of the game is. You know, guys bring their glove, not me, of course, but some guys do. And they want to get a ball. You know, part of going to a game is getting a ball. I know. I think we I think we could have an interesting talk with this. Okay. Hey, Um, I'll make it happen. I have uh, I have a couple. I have I have a question. And this is I'm not trying to be funny about this. Yeah. But. Uh, the, 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 the missing, um, hiker who was killed. Oh, I've got lots of thoughts about this. Yeah. So is this like a well-known story because she was a cute blonde girl? Of course, Ed. Like, I'm just saying like people get murdered all the time. Yes. And it was weird how big a story this was. And I was like looking for, or maybe she's really famous in the social media world and I just didn't know it, but. I, like I'm not, I'm not trying to say it's a funny thing. I'm just, it's not. It didn't seem like some crazy, unusual situation. No, and it 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 was massive news. And like I was, 
I saw, you know, updates around here, but I guess there was a Long Island yeah. uh, element to it. But also there was oh. a Florida. There was like, well, of course, I, it was it was just crazy how big this story was. I, you know, who I blame for this is white women because white women love murder. And they, yeah, but they, they especially love when another white woman is murdered and it's a mystery. Whether it's Natalie Holloway, I've seen that ghoul Nancy Grace is weighing yeah, in. She's, she's soulless, that woman. Yes, and it's just they love it. They 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 thirst for it. They thirst for it's just the best thing when a white woman is murdered. I my thing is is that how does this not happen in every single one of these van life relationships? Like and you're I, you're, I you're stuck read in enough. a van. Wait, is van life what what it seems like? There's somebody yeah. living out of a van. Yeah, there's a great. Um, you know, they do it for the likes. They drive around. They so there's like a travel blog. Yeah, kind of. And there's it's it's a common, I don't know, trend. It's a thing people do. They, you know, they they are influencers or they're trying to be influencers and they drive around and they take a picture of the fucking Grand Canyon and then they're like, look right. at this sunset over. Moab or, you know, whatever. They're just out and about, you know, the keys, wherever they drive all over the country. Some people drive to other countries and it's like there, there was a, um, Portlandia sketch one time. And it was like, it was like a behind the scenes of these van life couples. And they're like sitting out in the rain and like, they can't get their barbecue to to light. And they're like, do you want to just go to McDonald's? Where are we going to fucking do laundry? Like all the shit that really happens is happening and that, you know, it's, it's hard to be, it's hard to be in a relationship with somebody, just a regular one where you're not with them 24 seven. Imagine being locked in a vehicle for weeks on end with just one other person the entire time. Well, I, I, I think I saw either, was it at halftime of a, a show or coming out of the break and they showed clips of, them having to be separated by the police like a day before she went missing or something yeah, like that. Like I didn't watch like, the video. Yeah. She was, she was bloody. Yeah. I, well, I saw he, that video. Was it, was, yeah. it was grainy enough that I didn't, yeah. I didn't know what was going on. I was just trying to watch a football game, but yeah, like there were police separating the two. So clearly that it was an agitated state already. But oh, again, yeah. like I, sure. it's not that I don't care. It's awful, but it's just, it, sure. it, it was surprising to me. I thought there must be some other angle or maybe she's really famous and I just didn't realize it. Like that kind of thing. I mean, there probably is some of that, but remember when our guy, Jorn Vandersloot, what is he up to? Yeah. You know, he did another murder, right? He did? Yeah. He got, he's in, I think he's in prison in Peru. Yoron, I'm going to Google him right now. Yoron yeah, Vandersloot. Old Slooty. I remember him. He married, he married like a Peruvian chick. And then, uh, oh yeah, he's the first. You type in Yoron. There's there's this one Yoron coming up and it's the Slute. It's got to be tough if that was your name first and like your moniker has been tarnished. Yeah, that's, yeah. That is kind of hard if you got, it's like, it's like Michael Bolton. In office space, yeah. you know, he's. There was an episode of Seinfeld where Elaine was dating a Joel Rifkin and she was trying to get him to change his name because there was like a oh, it, murderer. Was that, um, Head and Nussbaums? Yes, that was Head yeah. and Nussbaums. And she's yeah. like, 
What about like a different name, like Dion or, you know, something <laughs> like that? <laughs> and so Joran Vandersloot, only 34 years old. What a life he's lived. He's currently serving. So he's a convicted murderer. He killed Stephanie Flores Ramirez in Lima, Peru in 2010. And what did he not? He got he got off for, yeah. for Halloween? Never, I don't think they ever found the body. So if they never found this van body, would there be no, I don't, I honestly don't even know. Is there no case if you can't find the body? I mean, it's harder to make a case if you can't find the body, if you can't put the, put the uh, perpetrator with the victim around the time of death. It's difficult. This guy, the Gabby Petito guy, Brian Laundrie, what a name. He bounced. He was home for ten days before he, he reported her missing. Yeah, they're like, or was well, two questioned. of you left and one of you returned. And he just was yeah. like, eh, I don't yeah. know. So the sleut, he murdered a chick in Peru. Then he went to prison, and now he's been married in prison. He's got a prison wife. He's doing twenty eight years. Which I, I cannot believe the prison wife situation. He got convicted in twenty ten. He's 34 now, so that was 11 years ago. He'll be, so he's already done 11 years of 28. He'll be out in his 50s. Has, have they ever made a documentary on women who marry guys in prison? No, that'd be good. You know, the, I remember the... Um, I mean, Richard Ramirez had, no. had suitors. I think he had multiple wives, as did yeah, as like, have the Menendez. The Menendez? But the but the but the the Menendezes are who are, as long as you're don't have them in your will, they're not going to try to have you killed. They're not going to shoot you in the face with a shotgun like they did to their mother. How about a few years ago where somebody discovered? I think it was a Mark Jackson basketball card, and the Menendez brothers are in the background, like sitting in the front. Yeah, because they're going to Princeton. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Um, yeah, it's it's weird. Uh, oh, so I remember the. The Aurora shooter, James, whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah, the Joker dude. The Joker dude. He was like just getting arraigned. Like the, I don't want to say something inappropriate. His, his crimes were only committed not long before that. And he had, he had adoring fans in the courtroom. Awful. Just awful. Yeah, the Sloot's Sloot's doing all right. I think he kind of is like running shit in prison. I think I saw something about that where he's like really, um, you know, he's taking care of business. Yeah, this the the girlfriend that he murdered in um, in Lima. I think it was like a, you know, he had a rage incident and strangled her or something. Well, Uh, not a good guy. I think that was not the first time, right? I mean, well, every yeah. sign pointed yeah. to him. Yeah. No, he definitely did the Holloway. other one. No, he definitely, of course, he definitely did the other one. Uh, speaking of that, I'm I'm moving this weekend. Oh, and I was going I to. Hate, yeah, it's the I worst. No, it's the worst. And I'm I'm loading things up, and I found these beautiful. They're really quite quite nice. I'm sure. They were very expensive. I found these beautiful 
What's that name? What's that good kind of crystal? Oh, Not Swarovski. Uh, Oh, Fuck, shit. the box is right across the room. Let's Hold on, Ed. I'm right here. Hold on. Crystal. Oh, let me try. Waterford. Waterford. Waterford crystal. I have these beautiful Waterford crystal champagne flutes. Just gorgeous. Anyone would love to have them. Except. Oh, do they have engravings? They're engraved <laughs> with my name. <laughs> And another and person's name and a date. And they were a uh, gift from just a delightful person. And they're so beautiful. What, you just toss it? Well, that's what I'm that's what I'm thinking. Like I just I wonder if we do like if we could make like a contest yeah. here on the show where we yeah. give them away. You know who would as, really like it? That ish. that one that one Penn State guy that really, really took a side. Oh, I don't think I know him. Yeah, he was the guy who gave us a bad review. Kevin? Oh, I don't remember. Yeah, Kevin. He gave us a bad review. He was he, a nice had, guy. Yeah, he was a nice guy. And then he had real thoughts about the inner workings of a relationship that was yeah, like hundreds of miles, thousands yeah. of miles away. Yeah. yeah, there were a couple of those that, you know, they heard a a version of events and they believe that version of events. Meanwhile, I'm here. Like, I've been talking to you for years. You could you could send me an email. You could ask me what's going on. You could talk to me. You could get my side of things. Anyway, I have these glasses. They're beautiful. They're they're probably. Let's Google. Let's just let's just get. In. I'm going to say these are easily over a hundred bucks. I'd say like 150. Hold on. Waterford Crystal. I mean, this is this is this is a this is a baller dude. Champagne flutes that gave them to us, me. Let me see. Oh, oh, I'm seeing 140, 140, 140. Oh, these are all marked down. 190. And here, here's the places they sell them. Neiman Marcus, right? High end. What do we do? Do we do like a, do people still do reviews? Could we do a review contest? We've done that before. That's a pretty good idea. I don't, let's, let's, let's well, kick it around. About, let's get, let's get whoever makes the best song. We we could, we could get an influx that, of songs. I like that too. I like that too, but it limits the. No, here's it's why. It's a higher way. I'll, I'll tell you why. Because yeah. Stern. Yeah. Gets guys like Little Mikey, who pretty yeah. much plays a kazoo. That's true. You, you can just beatbox. I mean, we could. You yeah. can do a lot of it's, even bad is good. Little Mikey, I believe, is the mortal enemy of our dear friend Eli Braden. Is that not true? Uh, he's a mortal enemy of Psych. I think Eli yeah. is friend to all. Oh, but he is. Think, he is. Yeah, I I think he he's he's Switzerland when it comes to the. The solid parody Got guys. It. That makes sense. Well, I say, I mean, I think that is a good idea. I'm just, you know me, I'm, I have imposter syndrome. So it's like anything that we suggest, I'm like, oh, no one's going to, like, we're going to get zero songs. But if we, maybe we do or a, a song combination. Thing, yeah. If it's a song, if it's a, yeah. a review, I don't yeah. know. Well, it's, let's, let's table that or not table it, but let's keep it open. I like the song idea. Um, um, I can be talked into it. I think it's if, if we got 
20 songs, I think it would be amazing. If we got five, I think it would be amazing. So I definitely would do that. But I, I'm also open to the listeners' ideas. Uh, mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com or call us 949-464-TBLS and let us know what you think. Do you want to win this very expensive and beautiful and personal set of Waterford Crystal champagne flutes that have never been used? Just they came in a box. They're still in a box. I've moved the box from one residence. I just went to, I just saw as I was packing up things, I saw the box. I still had the box. I think it would be a, a great memento to a listener of this show. So sure. I say, I like the song idea. If, if somebody has something better, I'll listen to that too. Um, What else? Oh, okay. But before we get into it, we got all the sports stories going on. Yeah, yeah. I saw one just right before we started. Oh, whoa, no, hold on. This is the other thing I want to talk about. Are you familiar with Nextdoor, Ed? Mm, I've heard of it. And when you tell me, I'll know, but it's not. It's an app, but I I don't have it on my phone. I just go on online where it's like kind of a combination between, um, Craigslist, Facebook, and oh, like, is it, and like is the Stormfront. Like, is it like Task Wizard kind of thing? It's got like a little mind Kampf oh, mixed no. into it because no. oh, it's literally okay. every post immediately turns into racism. No, it's like it's like Facebook for your neighborhood. Oh, okay, okay. And I was, so I go on there to like sell, cause I'm moving and I'm like, I got to get rid of some things and I might need some other things for the new place. And I just look to see what people have. And like, I scored like a bitchin' desk the other day and some lady was just giving it away and it was like, nice. So I was just looking, you know, see if there's anything else I need. I looked at this other thing to do this sound. Somebody was selling this soundproof booth that I was thinking what? about doing the that I was doing the podcast in. Yeah. I mean, it's probably That's a place you cool. do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a murder room. Yeah. Hey, yeah. trust me. Nobody can hear you scream in here. Yeah, exactly. That's no, it's exactly. It's soundproof, but it wasn't, he wanted too much money for it. I mean, they're really expensive, brand new. He wanted too much money for it. And it didn't, there wasn't really enough room to like set up, you know, cause I have two monitors going, I have the board and the mics and stuff. There's like a kind of wasn't enough room to justify it. So I decided not to, but I was on there while I was on there looking the other morning, I saw this post and it's like vandalism. Our, our vehicle was vandalized last night and these, and the perpetrators posted these pictures on, on social media. And I looked at the picture mm-hmm. and it was, and it was a kid that was like one of my kids age, I could tell. And also they had a name that's that it's, they were a part of a prominent family around where I live. I knew the name and I saw, and I looked at the picture and I go, and I see that he's taken a picture of his friend drawing a dick in the dew on the hood of this woman's Tesla. And right. Hold on. And I'm like, in the dew. And I'm like, Oh, so after they did this completely innocuous thing, they must've done terrible vandalism afterward. And so I, I call my daughter and I go, Hey, you know, this kid. And she's like, yeah, I know. And she's, and I'm like, what's the, what is this? And she's like, she's like, I messaged him. And she's like, that's, they just drew a dick in the dew of the car. Oh my 
And, and I, I, I got to be honest. Yeah. I do that shit all the time still. I, I, anytime what? it snows here, I, I will, I will draw a dick on 30 car windows. It's great. I, my buddy, Mike, we used to work together. And one night after work, I, I drew his truck was kind of dirty and in the had like a camper shell. Yeah. And in the window of the camper shell, I wrote, I love men in the, in the dirty window. And he didn't notice it for weeks. And he just happened to live in a very gay area. It was very funny. Sure. It, he wasn't vandalized. He just washed his car eventually. What, what, how are people so fucking up their own ass that they're just so ready to be victimized by just nothing? It's just nothing I'm, happened to you. I'm always astonished by, um, by the pearl clutching about, cursing oh yeah like like if there's you know some overt racism or something terrible i get people can be very offended but like if you hear a word or is the assumption you've never heard that word before you right. can't process it like right. how many times do you watch a sporting event and somebody will be like fuck yeah and That's then great. all of a sudden they'll be like oh uh, we apologize for that yeah. disgusting display and you're like what like is anyone yeah. actually hurt by this every child who's old enough to understand what's going on in a sporting event has heard a curse word it's it's like cursing is just you know it's just out there is it's crazy that people get so upset how, how about that time that that joe buck nearly had a a full heart attack rage response because Randy don't tell me his name Mo Moss yeah scored a big touchdown against the Packers and then faux mooned the crowd he didn't actually pull his pants down he pretended that he was pulling his pants down which is apparently like a, something that they do there they do to the opposing uh bus that comes yeah, into the bus. stadium yes. or something and it, like you knew it was bad for joe buck when tony dungy nerd nosferatu yes yes he was like actually that that's kind of funny because they that's no what deal. they do to you yeah it's no big deal uh it's just i don't know it's just like symptomatic i don't know if it's like the time or just everybody just being on edge or just that people in general are just so fucking ready to be victimized by any little thing that just I mean, you're talking about. You wouldn't do. even notice. Yeah, it's do. do. It's funny. Like if somebody draws a dick on my car, of I'm going to laugh. Love, love dick drawing or in the snow. Dirt, I've seen you draw sand, dicks in the snow. Yes. Sand on, on the beach. I got to Iceland and we were on this beautiful black mm. sand beach. Oh, gorgeous. And I drew, I drew like a 30 foot dick. With oh, my I love it. I, oh, I, I showed it. my sons how to do it. <laughs> I love were, it. They were they were like seven, seven and five, and they were no, they were learning how to draw best. a 30-foot dick. It's the best. Anyway, I don't know. That's something I noticed. And one more thing before we get into the sports. There was one more sports story that I saw just before we went on air. I did too. Some well, it might not be the same one. Some guy on the Packers. They played on Monday Night Football. They lost or they won. Okay. He yeah, he had a locket. He was playing football. With a locket of his dad's ashes, which, hey, grief is a powerful thing. Yeah. But you're playing like a violent sport with it? Yeah. Just like, maybe leave it, maybe leave dad in your locker or like put him in or a little, put a, 
There's yeah. so many people on the sidelines yes. yeah. holding. I mean, the, the guy whose job yeah. it is to collect the football of somebody's yeah. first touchdown. There are so many guys like that. Yeah. Like the, the coach's son, whoever. There's yeah. always somebody. Hold, that, can you uh, hold my dad? Hold, yeah. Luck, luck, luckily, they found the ashes. And also, like, hey, my grandpa was cremated and we we dumped him out in the ocean. Yeah. I can tell you, as somebody that's been involved in this, there is much more ashes than you're picturing. It's a lot. It's like that MJB really? can that Donnie was in. Like, yeah, it would be full of ashes. If, if not more, there's a lot of ashes. This guy just had like a little vial around his neck, neck, much like when sling blade and Angelina Jolie were married, they had those right. blood vials around their necks. That was, that was very disturbing. Do you think he, I mean, he just really, cause he's, he's not super handsome, but I, he does have a vibe. He's definitely got big dick energy. He's yeah, he, he's the ultimate vibe. Totally. He's a great actor. He's a fantastic actor. actor. He he must really put it down. Like he, yeah. he brings the heat. He must. He's got to. And he's so he's you know, I I genuinely love him in a lot of stuff. But like I remember one time he was performing with his band and somebody asked <laughs> him about like a movie role. Yeah. And he went he's ballistic. Like, no, like yeah, we are yeah. this thing is over. We're here to talk about the band. And it's yeah. like, what? Are Buddy. you are you that insane? Yeah, that was more insane than the the blood vial thing to me. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think he's mellowed out since. I mean, there's definitely something going on with the hair, right. but I think he's a little more chill these days. What a fucking what a great actor! But he's great he actor. Really, Maybe he's addicted to plugs like Joe Buck. Yeah, yeah, that could be it. That could be yeah. it. He definitely sings it. But it reminded me because the reason I brought this story up is because it reminded me of something I forgot to say last week. We talked about something. We talked about. Julio Jones losing his earring, having needing right. frogmen. And it's like, it's much like the football game. Like what's, what's the win in it for you to, to go, to go jet skiing with, with a $50,000 stud in your ear, just like take, take off your earrings when you go jet skiing. And, and we talked, I can't remember what we talked about last week, but David Carr came up and I remembered, I meant to say something last week that he used to play football in the NFL with his wedding ring. I remember it from hard knocks. Yes. He would wear his wedding ring and he would just like take, put like tape around it. And I would, I was thinking like what the, the pluses are that everyone know, everyone watching the game knows you're married and also knows that you're a huge bitch. Right. And the the minuses are that there's a very good chance your finger will get ripped off at some point in your career. Remember Jimmy Fallon noted drunk Jimmy <laughs> Fallon was like walking in his house and he had his wedding ring on and was wasted and caught it on the, the bar or something and fell and it like degloved his hand. Remember he had his like hand wrapped up for like a long time because he he had such a bad injury from his wedding ring. Like what? Like nobody cares, David Carr. And I think there have been other guys since that were wedding ring on the field guys. Like Ed, I, didn't you lose your wedding ring at some point? Well, on my honeymoon, I was yeah. like, uh, I was uh, snorkeling, and I yeah. lost it. And I went back the next day and found it. In Shut ocean. up! Yeah, shut up! I found it the next day. What? And- 
it's crazy. It was crazy. It was the craziest thing. The craziest thing. Like the, yes. the odds of that happening were so small. Anyway, yeah. yeah, I never got used to it. Yeah, to a wedding ring. Yeah. Like I just, I, it always bothered me. I know you're a rings guy. I just oh, yeah. I never. I don't cool even rings. wear a watch. I don't. I don't yep. have anything on. And um, about probably you know, and I would just take it on and off, and I would like. Uh, there was something if I was like cooking or making something, uh, there's like uh, a thing by the sink to put the w- ring on. And it has been there for like <laughs> probably Amazing. about eight, eight, nine yeah. years now. I just, I just gave up. Like, listen, I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I've, I've been with no other women since 1996. Yep. Like, I don't need a ring to like announce to the world I'm married. Like everybody right. who knows me knows I'm married. It's cool. Yes, I, exactly. I, I just don't like wearing a ring, but yes. you better believe if I was an NFL player, even if I loved wearing a ring, that's insane. Totally. No, it's no, it's a, it's crazy behavior. And I was the, um, the vial of ashes reminded me of something that I meant to bring up when David Carr's name came up last week. And I forgot and I wanted to revisit it now. You know, uh, that, okay. that yeah. was one of the reasons, like that one of the reasons why I just have never liked him, I guess, because I saw that hard knocks mm-hmm. and I couldn't think of why. And you telling me that that yeah. reminds me why, like my son was like, oh, do you like him? And I was like, no, he's like, why not? Yeah. I, I don't know. That's why. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, the one sports story I just saw, because we were oh, talking yeah. about this last week. Yeah. The Superdome roof just caught on fire in New Orleans. <sighs> What's going on so, with that place? Somebody's crack pipe? Somebody leave Why? their crack pipe lit up there? What? Like what? Oh, was it like fireworks? Yeah, they, were, they said they were repainting the roof and it caught on fire and somebody's wow. injured. What? When you when you open up a can of paint, like where, where's the fire coming from? <laughs> that place is just a disaster. Can you imagine paint? Actually, I can imagine because painting I've done it. A, yeah, the roof of the Superdome in the fucking in September. Oh my god. It's hot down there. Hottest month of the year. I once painted the roof of a Cocos in Phoenix, Arizona Jeez. in the summertime. And it was, you know, not ideal. I was getting paid, but still like would have been better to do it in d- December. I remember going golfing in Phoenix in May, Oof. late May. And yeah. it, it felt like I was playing on the surface of the sun. Yeah. Yeah. Now it gets pretty hot. Okay. Let's do some voicemails. He's so easy to hate. Your time he likes to waste. His calls are far from great. His calls are far from great. He's such a stupid fuck. He seems down on his luck. His voicemails really suck. His voicemails really suck. No one's enjoying him. He's so annoying. Plus so fucking boring and worthless, but he's got nothing else to do. And he's even worse than ish, 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 ish. His thoughts are useless, shit, 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 shit. He's fat and got tit, 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 tit. He's been well in Gardenia. Oh, he's been well in Gardenia. Okay, let's, let's hear from this voicemailer. Hey, boys. Um, the great LSU Lala. Lala. Talking about police academy, um, a person of a certain age, and I think we're all about the same. 
I don't know, sorry, I almost talked to PLA somebody. But um Yeah. Did did LSU just go with a very like polite horn honk right there? Or was that somebody honking at him? I thought somebody was honking at him. Okay. Yeah. I, that sounds more like it. It it played on HBO constantly back in the day, so I watched it quite a bit. But I think one of the main characters that you guys forgot to mention, and I can't remember the lady's name, but the the big blonde with the uh, the huge rack. Um, yeah, she was, was a like big a fan of back in the day. I'm sure she hasn't aged very well, but uh, <laughs> definitely was. Uh, How dare got you? It back then. She was one of those characters, and everyone remembers she like, her. She was like the female Tackleberry, right? Yeah, she was. She was real hardcore. I think she, her and Tackleberry were fucking. Yeah, I, she was point. kind of intimidating. I I yeah. get the the big the the big breast was like she wore the tight t shirt. That was yeah. that was her thing. But I I found her a little scary. Holy shit! I'm just realizing Police Academy one appears that Steve or Mahoney, Carrie Mahoney's love interest. Oh yeah, was. Samantha Jones, a.k.a. Kim Cattrall from Sex in the City, as well as Mannequin and other things. And 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 an amazing video of her scatting to stand up bass, which I would. That's <laughs> scary, that thing. I would Google. I would uh, encourage. Yes, I would encourage everybody. I won't play it now. It's not as bad. Just, it's not as yeah. bad as Jeremy Renner doing it when he does the scatting. Yeah. But it's bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's bad. Leslie Easterbrook. Uh, yep. That's her name. That's her name. She is 72. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Well, this is Police Academy came out in 84. So she would have been in what? Her early 30s. She right? Was, that was 40 she, years ago. She no. was 35. 35. Right. Yep. Yeah. No, she was a very integral player in those movies. And you know, what's funny Ed, is that uh, that resonated with LSU. I've had like several people text me this week and, and tell me my girlfriend was like, Oh yeah. When you guys were talking about police Academy, she's like, I saw at least the first four in the theaters. And I was like, I know me too. Like it was like such a thing. Yeah, at, and like in I, our childhood. I, I don't you don't hear it talked about at all. Like I no. remember seeing the the citizens on patrol in the totally. theaters. And then yes. and then from that point forward, I didn't even like I guess they were on and and what's his name was in one of the ones after that, right? Uh the Miami. I didn't I I tuned out after the fourth Gutenberg? one. Gutenberg? No, he was he on the, the show first. that that was in like he was an extra in it, right? Somebody that was Spring on the show, yeah. One of the one of your like radio pals, Jason Stewart, was in Police Academy. No, who was huh? who was that guy? Uh, I don't know. I there don't was remember. a guy who did a movie with us, movie review with us, uh-huh. and he said he was in one of the Police Academies. I think. Shut up! I don't remember. I don't. I mean, I believe you. I don't remember. Um, yeah, it's, they were, uh, Tackleberry, RIP. He went young, Tackleberry. Yeah. He died like in the 90s, I think. Bubba Smith, uh, was, he's been gone a while as well, I think. Oh, 2000, Tackleberry went 2001, just shy of his 51st birthday. And Harris Mm. died like last week, right? Or no, not Harris. Yeah. Yeah. Was was it Harris? Mauser. 
Mauser. Harris is still yeah, alive. The guy. Yeah. 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 No classics, classic films. All of them. Let's do another voicemail here. Oh, the punky Brewster dad. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. The ballers hope you rest in peace. <laughs> you won't laugh no more. You won't smile no more. You won't laugh no more. And you won't fuck no more. Whoa. So dearly departed, we hope you rest in peace. Wow. We got our first entry. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Wow. I think as as for now, that's got to be it. (laughs) That's got to be the It's, Ed, it is. It brings you down. It's also, it's a little more scary. Because somehow this person blocked their number. So it's like every, when you call in and you, you know, it's just Google voice. And when people call in, I can see the number that they called from. This guy just says unknown and then doesn't announce himself and then does that, which is, which is a submission to our rest in peace segment here on the show. Wow. The, the ballad play it again? One more time. Singer. Yeah, it's pretty good. And you know what? I'm gonna follow it. I, I just I just got a rest in peace that popped up on my phone. So. Oh, exciting! Yeah, you don't want to save it for the rest in peace portion of the show? We'll play it. No, let's save it. I'll save it, and then we'll play it when we get to that part of the show. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, yes. okay. Another voicemail. Hello, Governor. How the hell are you, Brian Beckner? Gonna turn down. A How the hell is Easy Edward Daly? What up? Yo, so recently on Twitter, our dude Drew in West L.A. brought up the question about usefulness of a ventilation fan in the restroom. In the HVAC industry, we commonly call these things fart fans. Is that the, is that the, is that the... I feel like it's, I don't feel like that's the name. I think they just call it a bathroom. Fa- I used to work at a hardware Hard store with Goldies. Yeah. I don't think that's what they're actually called, Manuel. They don't do shit, right? I mean, they just make noise. Well, I think by code, and Manuel might be about to explain this. If your bathroom doesn't have a window or doesn't have a large enough window, and it's, it's to ventilate the, uh, so you don't get mold. So you're right. supposed to you're supposed to flip it on when you're if you're taking a shower or whatever, so that the so you know shit doesn't get all nasty in there. I right. I think. Yeah, I think you're right, but like, yeah. you know, it. Now that it's yeah, mostly yes. just making noise. Um. Yeah. Yeah. No, I would agree with you there. It's the fan that sometimes is connected with your light or sometimes it's on its own switch in probably, I would say, 75% of restrooms, okay? Um, I mean, if you've got no ventilation, no air, no fart fan, then you are literally shit out of luck. Okay. Okay. Uh, but Zing. But if you have a good fart fan, okay. and, and you well. can really soup those things up, man, I mean, you can make it to where, like, it's like a 
six-inch duct or an eight-inch duct mm-hmm. that goes on that fan, and you have to vent it out, to, you know, through the, a hole in the roof. In the so roof. you have to flash in something yep. Yep. really um, mastic it up. Yep. You know, get your black so, so the roof doesn't leak. So it's going to have no issues when the next rain season comes in. Yep. But if you get one of those set up, you know, yep. and you get it vented out into the atmosphere, out through the roof. Yes. With the six or eight incher. Okay, we got or that. Or throw in two of them in a bathroom. Ooh, two in one that's bathroom? That's not ideal, but if you really want your bathroom wow. to smell fresh, that's yeah. the way to go. Wow. You know, you can spend all kind of money on Glade or Air no. Pocket or no. whatever the hell no. these damn, uh, no. you know, air fresheners are these days that you could plug Mm-mm. in or you could throw on a fan, whatever the hell you have. I find that that, that real perfumey spray in a bathroom is really just doubles down. Yeah, it's it's uh, very uh, strong. It's like it's just too much. Yeah. But that being said, the greatest thing you can do, and I don't believe even two fans are really going to do that great of a job. Oh, the I know best what you're going to say. You can I know do, what you're going to say. Yeah, say it. Courtesy flush. Oh, during the during in process. Always. I always I even even, you know, at home like it, yeah. we're not we're not trying to put people in a foul mood i courtesy does, blush always does the does the odor not just come out like no nah, it's 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 it, from lingering. lingers yeah it's a, from a linger situation i definitely know some guys and this will come as a surprise to you i've known quite a few guys that have been in county jail whoa and they say that that is like it's you'll get your ass kicked if you're not, you know, immediately flushing, like flush as you go type of situation. Right. They're just not, you know, they're not putting up with that. Manuel's got another, almost another minute. I don't know what he's got, what more he's got to say here, but I'm maybe it's more so, British accent. Yeah. One of his better calls. I got to be honest. He's, he's yeah, really I like, like, I think, yeah, he's, this is, I think he's been on quite the streak. Yes. Yeah, he's on a he's, roll. Yeah, he's done pretty well lately. Yeah, but nine times out of ten, man, your best bet is getting a heavy-duty ventilation yeah. fart fan system. Yeah. So that you have a nice, clean restroom, yeah. you know? And uh, especially if you're doing a remodel, it's not very hard to do. No, it isn't. Um, so just keep that in mind. Not man. expensive. Uh, especially, what the hell do you care? I always trip off of people that don't want like an extra hole in their roof or whatever. Motherfucker, you ain't gonna be up on the roof walking around. Yep. As long as it's sealed, it'll be fine. Yeah, you got a bunch of holes so, in your roof already. I'm always a big fan of let's vent out as much of that crap air okay. as All right. we can All right. through the roof. <laughs> and I don't need to hear him say fart fan again. That's how it's meant. It's enough. it's enough. Hey, fellas, you know what's up. Yep. Love you guys. Uh, Love you. Hopefully, my Aussie wasn't too bad at the beginning. Oh, that was Aussie. Oh, that was Aussie. Aussie. No, governor. Ah, governor. Gov- yeah, I thought governor. <laughs> I didn't know he was going for Aussie there. Hey, Manuel, I know you're a, a, a part-time dock worker. What's What's the Longshoremen's Union doing right now? Because Ed, there's. If I look out my window right now, yeah, and I would have to kind of stand on a bucket, actually. I might not have enough of a panoramic view to be able to see, but right now 
last I heard, there were over 65 ships at the port of LA, San Pedro, waiting in the in the channel between the coast and Catalina here to be unloaded. It's the most there's ever been. Is there a strike or something? Why? I don't know. I think it might be COVID related. Like there's different, they have to unload the ships differently, but you know how, I mean, you've seen season two of The Wire. These, right. this longshoremen's union, you know, they do things how they're going to want to do oh. it. And the, and the way they do it is the way they get the most overtime. But they said that if you, if you unloaded all the cargo on the ship and stretched it from the West coast, it would reach to like the middle of the country. That's how many containers there are uh, waiting to be unloaded. These and if you ships notice, are so fucking yeah, big. They're big. They're big. They're huge. Um, and if, I went. To, I was yes. at a shipbuilding yard in Denmark. Oh, that's right. You work for Maersk. Yes, and it was crazy. You and you in, and Captain Phillips. Uh, yeah, that's right. He was he was Maersk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually know the guy who drove him home from uh, when he was ta- like drove him home from whatever airport when he came Shh. back to America. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. How about when? How about when the seals were bobbing on one ship, and the and the pirates were bobbing on the other ship, and the seals are like, "We got this!" And then all of a sudden, all the pirates' heads exploded because because we had Navy seals, right? And they rescue Captain Phillips. Uh, yeah. What were you gonna say? Um, Mersk. Mersk. Well, just I was I was at a shipping building yard, and they were building something that was bigger than like. It was like the size oh, of the yeah. Empire State Building. Yeah. It was like the, no. the craziest. And the way they build it is they just build it in the yard and in, in like a lock. And then they fill it up with water so yeah. it can leave. Like there's not like no, a oh, truck right. that drags it out. Like sure. they have to build it and then fill the lock and then it goes. But it was so fucking big. I did, couldn't even comprehend something. That did big. you see the other day that there's another? It must not have been as bad. There was another fucking cargo ship stuck in the Suez. Yeah. Yeah, and it came out in like a few hours. But again, yeah. what, what's going on? So, I mean, I get that we've been, you know, they've been navigating that channel for how you know eighty years or whatever. But like, why is it so skinny? I'm right. For, it's, you know, like you've you know, had time, dig it out. You have to update things in life. You have to yes. update everything. It's just the world is not the same. Forever. Oh, Nothing. Yes. Static. Open up that canal. Get it going. So, yeah, I know like there's a lot of stuff. If you notice, you go to stores, especially if you go to like a hardware store. There's just shit yeah. that they're out of and they've been out of it for a long time. And it's because it's all sitting in these ships out here in the channel, just waiting to be unloaded by Ziggy and Pablo right. Schreiber and, and the guy that Sabatka. was in Running Man, Frank, Frank Sabatka. Sabatka. I actually been re rewatching the wire and I just got to season two and Frank Sabatka. It's hard to get an age on him because he was in the running man, which was in the eighties. And well, now he, it, I remember that, but what was he in the running man? He was like one of the guards at the, yes. when, when yeah. uh, Schwarzenegger breaks out and that's like 84. That's like police Academy one era. He's, or it might've been 87. He's in the running man. And then he's in the, then he's in season two of the wire. He's the same age. He's like, he's right. like 45 he's, in both. He's one of those things. guys that looks yeah. too old yep. for a while. And then looks pretty good for his age. Like it exactly. He just doesn't age. 
No, it's crazy. Um, yeah, yeah, that. Uh, yeah, I, I did hear also. Like I've read in a few places now that Christmas shopping is going to be a problem. Like people who order things and there's a lot of yep. back order stuff. It's because yep. of shit like that. Yep, shipping man. It's at a fucking standstill. Uh, okay, one more voicemail. Hey, ballers. <clears throat> it's just me. Hey, Ed. That's hey, our buddy, Stu. Brian. And then the rest of the ballers. Um, yeah, I'm still <clears throat> enjoying a bunch of Norm McDonald's, McDonald's uh, stuff on YouTube and everywhere. It's great. And I watched Dirty Work. Would have been a better R-rated movie. That being said, it was still funny. Ha ha. Uh, I was just thinking... That, um, let's see, what was I thinking? Oh, oh yeah, um, what was it? Uh, oh, my favorite, I think my little favorite Norm MacDonald bit, there's tons of them and I can't have a favorite, but it's about a minute long and he's with Larry King. Oh yeah. Yes. He says he's a closeted homosexual. Yeah, I'm closeted. And then Larry thinks he's breaking news. I know. It's great. Poor Larry. Oh, he wasn't in on it. Yeah. yeah, it was a great clip. But by the way, when I saw that clip this week, I can't believe I forgot one of my favorite SNL bits he did. He played Larry King yep. and those rambling columns he used to write for USA Today. And he would be like, green and yellow are pretty good. But for my money, blue is definitely the best color. And he's just typing away madly. It was just like yes. all crazy observations. It was great. No, he did a great, his letterman was great. His Burt Reynolds obviously is over the top, but it's a, it's a great interpretation. It's a great character. His, but his Larry King was spot on for my money. There's not a better actor than Dean Kane. And then he just looks at the camera for a second and then he moves yeah. to the other camera. It's so good. Yeah. It was really yes. good. Yes. You know, it's really good. It's really, I, the norm thing is weird to me. Cause it's just, you didn't see him a lot. You know, he just kind of would pop up like he'd pop up and then he'd be on a bunch of things for like three months and then you wouldn't see him for a year and a half. And it just like, kind of like, I almost feel like it's an Andy Kaufman thing. We're like, is he playing a joke on me? Yeah. The thing it's was, you were, you were never sure what he was up to, but anytime he popped up, it was a game. It, he's and, so fucking funny. And again, I'm not, you know, I, I'm not trying to minimize other celebrity deaths, but like, I could recognize that David Bowie was a massive figure when he yeah. died. Yeah. But he was not, I know people love that new album. Like for me, I was a 70s Bowie fan. Sure. Maybe, maybe some into the eighties, but like it was somebody who wasn't really producing new stuff for me to love. Like I still yes. thought he was great. Yes. And you know, same goes for Prince. Love eighties yes. Prince stuff, but you know, once that Batman stuff, like Bat, after Bat, that, when Bat he changed dance. his name and stuff, yeah. like I wasn't into that Prince, and I I could still recognize his greatness, and it was sad that he died. But for me, like Norm was still producing great talk show right. moments yeah you know he had that random uh podcast and and uh netflix so show where he was just yes. busting on adam that yes, guy, adam the guy who was, yeah. yeah like he was still just anytime he popped up it was great oh man in his book when he put when he like comes in and out of the adam egot moments and he's like he's basically just caps on adam egot the whole time and about how he gives $15 blowjobs under overpasses and it's yeah. just like, and he'll like, he, 
And it's like they're having a conversation. He keeps bringing it up again and again in this book. And it's just never not funny. Like he's just, yeah, yeah it's, it's great. It's a real tragedy. Okay, let's let Stu finish. Closeted. It is the best one minute yeah. fucking bit that has ever existed. It's great. It is such a great play on words. And they're saying the same things, but he has got Larry befuddled and confused. It is fucking hilarious. Also, Ed, I don't know if you've been included on this, but ballers need to submit dick pics in order to be ballers. <laughs> and everybody has to put some identifying features so we all know who the fuck it is. Because is it going to be Nexium, Brian, or not? I just need to know. Wow. That's all. Oh, and one last thing. Some people are really fucking crybabies about things. <gasps> It's yeah. just like if you don't like it, turn the fucking page and move on. No, he's talking. Like, why he, are you bemoaning? Hey, he's talking about my vandalism thing. He's it's called come full circle since the beginning. He's talking about what I was talking about. Wait, Crying I want to know. I, mean, I guess he's one of the guys who submitted a dick. Is that what he's know. saying? I don't know. I do not know. I'm not aware. He said ballers have to submit. I I assume that means he's one of them. I am. You not. said he's pieced up, right? He's he's pieced up. I know he was going to submit to the TPC, but I'm not sure that he did. And I don't know if the TPC ever reviewed Stu, the penis connoisseur who made an appearance last week. And it was, I mean, really stunning. It sounds like he was the guy. It sounds like that because why is he saying everybody does it? Could be, could be. I mean, he's, I think he's encouraging people to do it. And I think, you know, if people are comfortable with that, the penis expert at yahoo.com, she will come on the show and review your dick. If that's what, you know, there's, I would like to see, cause we got a new leader in the clubhouse this week or last week. I guess this is, this is her top rating so far. Pretty surprising. You know, you can do it a little bit. That's fine. We all do it. Anyway, I'm rambling. Love you guys and rock the fuck on. Oh, well, never mind. I won't say anything about guy. Love you, Stu. You're the best. Uh, okay, one couple couple quick emails, and then we will bust into the stories this week. Brian and Ed, I'm sitting on a United flight first class because I'm living the baller lifestyle. From Philly to Houston. Who knew that was a direct route, by the way? And I can't quit thinking about, oh, I think this comes up later, Marlon Wayans wiffle ball bat. Well, we might as well just do this story now. I am I am six Wheatley vodkas into the flight. Whoa, you've had six vodkas on one three and a half oh, hour yeah. flight. That's a lot. Who, Wade Boggs, <laughs> who is transitioning into looking like a lion. I just oh, saw a picture me, of him. You sent no, me that I got, picture. I got I got an updated one where he looks yes. even worse. And my buddy sent it to put, me because I sent I sent it to some it, friends. Yeah, yeah, my buddy put it into a side by side to the cowardly lion, and it really looks. It's wow. crazy. Is he more? Does he look more like an a lion than Ashford from Ashford and Simpson? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if he, he, Ashford is like eighty percent of the way to lion. Yeah, but yeah. W- look at Boggs in this picture I just sent you. Whoa, he's he's, di- he's really so getting. There. I got an assessment here. He's he's really dying the hair. Yeah, 
but also what really makes him look like the cowardly lion is well he's he's also got the plugs he's filled in the whole middle so you remember Wade Boggs was kind of balding when he was a player and yeah. that was 20 when years he ago. won the world series with the Yankees and was riding on the police horse he was like pretty close to fully bald at that point yeah and he, now he's plugged up and but he's wearing it kind of long he's also and this is what makes him look the most like the cowardly lion that's that. He's kind of like his eyebrows have thinned out. Yeah. So his, that's they're it. just like speckled. So he's kind of making the same face, but he has the same eyebrows as the cowardly line, which is almost no eyebrows. Yeah, that's a good point. And that mustache wow. really frames his mouth like the lion. Yeah, it does. And it it appears that he's dying that everything's died. The plugs are died. The hair is dyed, the, the, the mustache, the, what's left of the eyebrows. Yeah. He's got just, just for men formula all over that thing. Wow. This might have to, if it, if it fits, we might have to make this the picture for the website this week. Uh, I am six Wheatley vodkas into the flight, but that doesn't make it any less homoerotic. So I digress. Is there any flex in the universe than to have the world know you have a giant hog? Has Drew not listened to the show before? <laughs> I've been saying for many years that I want, uh, I just want the rumor. Of course, it's, there's no better flex. I don't think so. Willem Dafoe is an ugly motherfucker, y'all. Oh, don't tell that to Ed's friend's mom. I thank you for this show. I thank you for this community. And I wish I knew how the fuck stereo.com works so I could talk shit with y'all. Be well. That is from our friend Drew in Houston, who's a fantastic guy. Um, Drew Drew is referring to a story that I'll just cut to the front now. Actress Kim Whitley compared Marlon Wayans' penis to a baseball bat. She said, like, they were working on, maybe it was the Wayans Brothers show or something, and she said you could see it in his sweatpants, and it was distractingly big. It's always... It seems to me, and I'm not an expert. We we do have an expert on the show occasionally. It seems to me that it's always the skinny dudes. Like take for instance Wiz Khalifa. We've discussed right. his dong on the show before. It's massive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and he's so skinny, tall and skinny. Uh, Marlon Wayans similarly tall and skinny. They're always packing the biggest meathead. Like you'd think Michael Clark Duncan or Shaq are packing the most dick. And I'm sure they're packing plenty of dick. Or Haystacks Calhoun or just a big dude you'd think would pack like a wide dude would be packing the widest dick. That's right. But a lot of times it's they're packing like a tuna can. Or, you know where it's short and thick that does the trick. But, the, right. but even the of the Wayans brothers, I could see Keenan. Cause I think he's like a, yeah. a, a more substantial, yeah. like six, three yeah. kind of or Damon. Yeah. 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 Or Damon, but Marlon, you know, definitely seemed like yeah. the smaller of the bunch, God but damn. no, he's ah, what a rumor. What a rumor. Cause now people are going to read that this week and they're going to see him at a comedy club. Doing his act. Yep. And they're going to be like, hey, what's up? How you doing? They want to know about the rumor. That's why you want the rumor. Okay. Thanks for that, Drew. One more. Hey, Brian, Ed, and. Oh, that's his. He's redacted. He's included the crossed out name of somebody. That's very, very. 
You almost got, <laughs> got me. Got a read laugh it. out of it. <laughs> it's pretty good. As you all know, I do cool shit and live in cool places. I did not know that. Recently, we moved back home to a sweet beach town in California. Oh yeah, which one? We bought a house from a couple vacating the premises to run out the clocks on their lives <laughs> at a bougie retirement home. <laughs> when we took occupancy of the house, I found a manila envelope hidden in a high cabinet of my closet labeled <laughs> 2018 work docs. <laughs> this is how you know it's an old couple because yeah. everybody else would have that on their desktop. Yeah. But instead you have a work doc actual folder. Envelope. Envelope. Apparently the prior owner's work involved Ed's taste in porn as it was brimming <laughs> with torn out sheets of girl on girl action from Hustler magazine. <laughs> they still print that. That was funny. The torn out pages from a conservative lingerie catalog of a local and of a local women's magazine's women's fashion ads were sad. Hey, hey, whatever, whatever floats your boat. The hotels.com reservation printout for two nights in Miami. I remember printing out your reservation. However, just left me curious as to what my man was up to in 2018. Oh. On a different topic, as the scatological show of record. We are not, by the way. We're not that. Yeah, I thought I'm we were s- anti. <laughs> we're anti. I wanted to get your opinions on favorite euphemisms. Oh, I don't <laughs> want to read all these. Uh, they're pretty good. I know I, some of them. Some of them I do, I've never heard yeah, before. Yes. Okay, I'm going to read them. Dropping the kids off at the pool. Yeah, we've heard that. Low altitude bombing. I've never heard that. Oh, I can't say this one. Ed, you got to read this third one. (laughs) Curling one out. Jesus Christ. Dropping a deuce. Oh, my God. This next. I've never heard this. I've never heard this. I've never heard this. Filling the peanut butter. (laughs) Oh, my God. I, the the one variation and it's racist. I I heard a variation yes. on dropping the kids off of the pool. There was a certain. Um, yes, I've heard it too. I've heard God. it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, dropping uh, a dude oh, is pretty. Yes, uh, making room for lunch. I'm not, <laughs> no. You want to read the next one? Pinching okay, off a loaf. Oh, then you read it. Busting a busting a grumpy, seeing a man about a horse. I thought that was pissing. No, no, no. no. I don't know. I don't know. You want to read the next one, Ed? Taking the Browns to the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's like middle school shit. Thanks. I'll take your answer off the air. That's from our friend Ryan Azonka Cruz, who's apparently living the baller lifestyle in in a California beach town. Thank you for that, Ryan. uh, He's a good man. He's helped me out several times in the past oh yeah he's he's done things for me as well he's a great great listener and friend of the show ed let's talk some sports my name is brian they call me the other guy i host a podcast show I'll give hetero life a try. If you see something on my hand that makes you think I'm not a man, it's just my cool rings, you see. They're as sparkly as can be. I might have shown on DVD. 
Ed, let's bang them out. What's going on in the world of sports? Ravens played the Omar Whistle tribute to Michael K. Williams uh, on Sunday Night Football. The chills. The farmer in the dell. Crowd kind of drowns it out, but he. Yeah. Um, I re-listened to his. Uh, WTF Mark Marin interview this week that was just from last February. Okay, I, didn't, I haven't heard that one. Yeah, it's really good. And he was talking about when he was working on that show and just how much the city of Baltimore was actually the greatest character on the show and how much they're, what they did was just to serve that city and shed a light on that city. And then I understand he would also spend a lot of time there since they stopped making the show. So that was a nice tribute. And I read somewhere that um, David Simon was at the game and he was walking in to the stadium and he heard it and he like thought he was like imagining it. That's yeah, that's crazy. Um, Yeah, that's crazy. He, uh, you know, I, I never liked the franchise because of Ray Lewis and Ray Rice and shit. Like yeah. I never liked, but and their gear, their gear pretty, is hideous, Yeah, but they're pretty cool. I mean, I love that they named it the Ravens, like all yeah. the mob names. And I'm sure my team, Washington's going to have a real shitty name, like commanders yeah. or something, but, yeah. um, they the named corporals. it because, because Edgar Allan Poe was from Baltimore Yep, and that the Raven, like they actually came up with something clever and different. I and I like weird names that aren't the Wildcats and shit that's already been done before the Lions, and so you know, and that that's a great tribute. Like so many, yeah. so many franchises would would fuck that moment up, and they leaned oh, yeah. into like a beloved Baltimore character, gave it a cool little tribute. I think that it's. I mean, we're getting old, but I think that we're in a time where a lot of young people have moved into or, or just a new generation of people, gen X and below have moved into positions of authority in these places and they recognize the power of the internet. Right. And they, they recognize, you know, when, when I was coming up doing PR companies were like, so embarrassed they're so or so worried about being embarrassed online or publicly or in print. And it was to me, it was always like, let's take a chance. Like, let's get seen. Let's do something that's fucking cutting edge. Right. And now I think companies realize that because the people that make the decisions are people that came up in this moment and they recognize that people there's no downside to to making a tribute to Michael K. Williams at a fucking Ravens game. It's it's only positive feedback that you're going to get from that. And it's, and it's great. I'm happy for them. And it's still a huge bummer that he died. Well, you know, we were just talking about a really cool social media moment yeah. for a franchise that has yeah. been a very successful franchise since they moved yeah. to Baltimore. Yeah. Now one of the worst franchises, the Jaguars, tweeted a hang in there graphic and NFL fans ripped it. It was like so a quote good. from Urban Meyer yeah. talking about how like, yeah, we, 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 us Jacksonvillians know how to turn shit around. And it's like, what? Two weeks into his failed NFL career. So this is like the opposite of what I was talking about, where they're like, we have to say something 
to our audience to let them know that we know we're shitty. You you had the number one pick, and you're two games into the season. God, I really, yeah, that's that was one of the so there's some re, there's some replies, and one of my favorite ones was like, dude, it's week two, uh, it's week two of a rebuild, and they have a letter from the head coach to the fans. There's 15 weeks left in the season. Well, this is reassuring. <laughs> Awful. Yeah, it's been two games. I feel like the Jags should have just put out a statement that said, seriously, what did y'all expect? I mean, you know, the Jags, I don't know. I liked Maurice Drew. And I, I really am like, I really would like to see Urban Irving Myers fail. Well, and the headaches are, I mean, first you send out Taylor, that tweet and then yeah. the, 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 the headaches are going to start soon. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. He's gonna get the headaches, and then he's gonna be the new head coach of, of the USA. USA Trojans. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, this guy has been a lot in the news over the last like. Yeah. Rick Flair breaks silence on allegations he drunkenly exposed himself on a plane. I guess there was a documentary talking about him, and yeah. uh, he he wanted to set the record straight. He insists he never forced a fight, flight attendant to touch his penis on the transatlantic flight. So I mean, I guess he whipped it out then. I mean, I'm, I you mean, would, you would clarify. You'd say, I, I never pulled my dick out. He said, I never made anyone touch it. Who? Right. Who are you going to believe? A woman with nothing to gain that tells a very specific story about how a guy was only wearing his wrestling robe on the flight and cornered her in the galley and asked her to touch his dick or a guy that's well documented to have drank many cases of beer and even more cocktails every night of his life for about 45 years all the while trying to bang every floozy he could on the road. It's, you know, it's a, he said, she how said. you going to know? He said, she said, <laughs> you know, who, who are you going to believe? It's just impossible to know who's telling the truth here. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Uh, former Reds broadcaster, Thom Brenneman says, oh, yeah, he's the best quote. 90% of people he meets want him back in the booth. He's done a very scientific poll. I I find it hilarious that to build support, he's saying 90%. So one out of every 10 people is like, hey, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Do you think he's like, even the fags are on my side? <laughs> I've got fag city in my corner. <laughs> he's, he's like... <sighs> The thing is, he's a really good play-by-play man. He blew it, but he's he's got to take the fucking Brockmire route back to the yeah. respectability. The thing about it, and there are some real squids out there, but yes. he was good at his job, but not irreplaceable. Are there people clamoring like we 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 can't go on without Brenneman? We need Brenneman in our lives. Like, uh, all right, yeah, he's good, but like, I my life will go on without Tom Brenneman. Tom Brenneman. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, if if anybody's gonna bring him back, it's you know he's from a podunk place, Cincinnati. I'm actually kind of surprised that he even got fired. I I could see him getting fired from the NFL thing. NFL is too big big business. Yes. I don't. I listen. I'm not. I'm not here to shit on Cincinnati. I've never been there, but yeah, it is. It is small. It's very local, regional baseball. You know, the the oh, market yeah. size has got to be, you know, a small fraction of what the Yankees and, you know, yeah. uh, Cubs. Like it's it's small, uh, uh, like a regional baseball broadcast. It's like, you know, the Baltimore broadcast. It's just it's a, a much smaller potatoes uh, operation. So I could see him getting his job back f- with them. Yeah. The NFL's never. No, that's not happening. No, that's not happening. But it's even, I mean, the just calling the Reds games is probably like at least half a million dollars a year, if not a million. Yeah. It's a, it's a good gig. No, it's a real money. It's real money. It's a, it's a real, it's a real gig, but at the same time, like does, does it, does it matter if he ever comes back? No, I'm not to me. (laughs) Not at all. I don't know, but who would care that much? It's just weird. No one, no one. And by the way, when I say, Oh, the Yankees broadcast, like I, I know I hate the Yankees, but I I got to tell you that of all the local broadcasts I've heard over the years, you know, you hear the different feeds. Yeah. The Yankees have to be the worst in baseball. They're horrendous. They're, they're I broadcast. thought John Sterling retired. No, he's still around. He's terrible. Oh, he is? oh yeah, he's, he's the worst. But also he's... Michael Kay is terrible. Yeah, Susan, Susan Waldman. Waldman. They're, yeah. they're awful. They are they are the worst that I've ever heard. No, no, the worst are. I don't know if they're still doing it or he's still doing it is, is Hawk Harrelson. The Who's that? Chicago White Sox. Because oh. he's, he's openly rooting for the team throughout the game. And I know that's more common. Yeah. I don't, I hate these that. days. I, yeah. I list, I, I hate, uh, I've caught, like if I had to drive somewhere, I've caught like the Maryland radio guy and it's, it's awful. It's such Homer talk. You can't even tell what happened on the field. Oh, they're cheating us. And you're like, what? Yeah. What, what happened? There there was, and I know this is AAA, but there was a guy that was working for the uh, Anaheim Angels a few years ago. And the Angels pitcher was pitching a no hitter. And the, the Angels play-by-play guy refused to acknowledge that he was pitching a no hitter because he didn't want to jinx him. Your job is to describe what's happening on the field. If I turn on the game and you don't tell me that the fucking team, the other team has zero hits, I might change the channel. Right. You're not on the team. Yeah. Your only job is to tell what's happening. Yeah, a buddy of mine defended that guy, and I just lost a little respect that day. Got to be honest. Yeah, a uh, a high school uh, football coach sh- showed officials his displeasure by <laughs> by mm-hmm. barricading them in the locker room with a vending yeah. machines. What do you think? <laughs> to, I don't know. I didn't read too far down the story. Was the coach? Mo Howard and was 
was the defensive coordinator Curly Howard and was the yeah. offensive coordinator Larry Fine. You numbskull. Nobody has barricaded the fucking referees. It was like halftime and the referees like went in their room or something and he pushed vending machines in front of the door. Wait a second. Yeah. Yeah, Chase Buford. Chase Chase Buford Howard. Does he have does he have a mo does he have a yeah. bowl haircut? Affectionately like known as Shemp. Um Yes. That is insane behavior. Curly Joe? Uh, I tell you what, these you know, first of all, the the three stooges, while much like the band Rush, they've never entertained a woman. Oh I yeah. I it's been a long time since I've seen him. I fucking laugh heartily at the three stooges every time I see their because it's so dumb. The shit oh, that they're doing. I can't, I can't not laugh at it because Mo is an idiot, but he's he's the brains of the operation. Well, a funny thing. Ha- yeah, the, he's he's a moron. And a funny thing happens because they'll be like, all right, we got to hire these guys to paint our house. And these guys have already like fallen down 30 times and smashed each other. They're just punching each other in the face. And they're like, yeah, I feel good leaving you in our home. Like they just, yes. Yeah. They're they're already like beating each other up. And you'd be like, what the fuck are these? Why do they keep dropping shit? All right. I'm going to, I'm going to go out for the weekend. Just have this house painted when I get back. Yes. (laughs) Exactly. That was, that was the premise every single time. And there were morons. And then Mo would like, he was basically an abuser. Like he would kick the shit out of Larry. Yeah. And Larry and Curly, and they would just continue to take it. Like Larry or Curly could have easily fucked up Mo. He was Mo. He was much more stout and also not that fat. He's about as fat as me. He's, he was stocky. He was stocky. You, you you remember him being this big fat ass and Curly was not fat. He was just like regular size. Um, Chubby. The, 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 also, they couldn't exist in the era of Yelp. No. <laughs> yeah, right? Because they they would be like, oh, you, these people were a disaster. They set our house on fire. They yeah. beat up the butler. It was crazy. Yeah, you couldn't, review, you couldn't review Howard, Howard, and Fine and the work that they were doing. But Definitely not. Yeah, it's, it's shown on like some random channel. It's great. And I... Uh, I I I put I set my DVR to just record one like keep one episode. Yeah. So it records like random times and there'll be an episode and I would say every like 4 months I'll watch with my sons. And I I think I watched maybe maybe it was even longer than 4 months ago. But I remember watching like around Christmas time and they they were in the war. They were in some sort of war effort and they were so displeased when they got back from war that they went back to the recruiting office and they just started beating the shit out of the guy and stuffed him into a garbage can. Yep. It was great. I've seen that one. I've seen that one. (laughs) It was so dumb because of course they would go to jail for it and it was amazing. They stuffed him in a garbage can. Yep. Yeah. No, that's great. But yeah, this this high school football coach is insane. Um, Yeah. Grove City, Ohio. 
Hey fam, there's still a lot more of this episode to hear, but it's only available to our bonus content subscribers. Click the link in the show notes or go to theballerlifestyle.com and subscribe so you never miss a minute of the show. Brian Beckner, quick to dissect the week in sports and culture and whatever. Reviewing some movies and shows and others. Top podcast, man, no one is above us. Five star, even the haters will love us. And we're not trying to talk politics a lot. We'd much rather talk about dicks a lot. Shit's so hot, man, you know the shit's on top. Top podcast, man, it really hits the spot. Listen up, you players and shot callers. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is so flawless.